Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 59, about spring and summer festivals. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. (laughs) And this week, we are sponsored by AXA Travel Insurance. AXA Travel Insurance is the number one travel insurance brand for 10 consecutive years. We've mentioned how important travel insurance is, and it's not just for flights overseas. You can use travel insurance domestically to help with baggage loss, cancellations, trip interruptions, emergency medical or evacuations, and so much more. You can get your no obligation quote by visiting floridatravelpod.com slash AXA, and AXA is A-X-A. All right, before we talk about spring and summer festivals, Christina, I have a tip of the week for you. You do. I see this tip. (laughs) It is create an anytime fun list. Yeah, can't always go on vacation, right? Right. Well, I I heard about this from another podcast and I started creating a list. And this is kind of a, you know how in the summer you always have like your summer bucket list you do with the kids or you see those all over Pinterest to create these massive lists. I have one that's an anytime fun list. So if we're looking for something to do for the weekend and we're not quite sure, maybe there's not a festival coming up or maybe there is, we can go to our anytime fun list and find something to do, find something different to do. Like maybe it's a hike that we found that we haven't got to yet or a picnic or a lake or a city or someplace we want to visit. Fantastic idea. And in the meantime, when you pack those bags, don't forget your sunscreen. So this week, where are we going? Oh yeah, this is this is some of our favorite stuff to do. Travel around Florida to all the fun summer and spring festivals. And of course, we're going to talk about food, right? No, we- what? <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. Oh, well then let's let me get started by You go ahead and start about, about some um, blueberry festivals. I have gone to a couple of blueberry festivals at different locations around our area. Have you? Um, yeah. <laughs> I love to go blueberry picking. So if you look, we you know, we talked back on our farms episode in uh, episode 51. If you look at the blueberry farms around you, they're going to start having blueberry festivals. One I've gone to has a blueberry and barbecue and blues. So they have blues blues playing. You can pick blueberries. I I thought it was so much fun to be in the fields and I could hear the music on the stage. That's so great. And then you can eat barbecue and have like blueberry barbecue sauce. It's so much fun. So definitely take a look. Blueberry farms have the most creative festivals. And they're going to start here pretty soon. This episode airs at the top of April in blueberry season. Right then. Yeah, we're right in the thick of it. So look for blueberry festivals. Fantastic. And then uh, next up on our list, so we've got a whole bunch of festivals to talk about. Some of these are going to run over several dates. Some of them are specific dates. But I put in here, Orlando Fringe is back. I know. It's been a year since we've talked about it. It is. And do you um, talk about it a little bit? We, you know, we did have a previous uh, episode last year about spring festivals. Some of those same festivals are going on again this year. 
However, we wanted to talk about the Orlando Fringe Festival because it is different every year. The cool thing about Orlando Fringe Festival is it runs over a, a longer period of time. So you have a lot of opportunities to go to some of these things. So Tanya, what is Orlando Fringe? Just for anyone who may not have heard that episode. It's independent theater productions and plays and programs and you know people who want to perform it's kind of this you've been it's kind of this whole encompassing arts festival i i have not enough the right words it's not for the right, it. it's all independent shows yeah so they do like um people not just local, but people from all over can submit their shows to the Orlando Fringe Festival and then they do a lottery pick for the shows. So it's a very random what shows up um, at, at Fringe Festival, what what shows will be there because you can submit anything as long as it's an original work. And then, and then they put them all up during this time period of, you know, I think it's about a week long, right? It is May 17th through the 30th. So it's two oh, weeks. Oh yeah, two weeks long. So, and they have a, they have kids for there which are free shows that are aimed at the kids it's in a certain area it's over well they do it throughout orlando but um really it's it focuses in lock haven park over in downtown orlando it's usually right around um shakes the orlando shakes is a big venue that has a lot of theaters that they do it in orlando museum of art and orlando repertory theater they all have stages that they use for these shows and then some of them are even outside Yes. And they have live music playing on the outdoor stage. So you could That's go. That's what I meant by it being kind of this all-encompassing um, art, both music. You could go to the museum and see some artwork as well. It's a fantastic event. They have food trucks there. So you can walk around, get some food, listen to live music. You don't even have to go see a show if you don't want. <laughs> you do have to get a button. Once you get one button, then you can purchase any tickets for any of the shows. Exactly. And the button goes to support the whole overall festival. And then the show tickets support each individual show show right so you are supporting all the local not local they're all over the place but all these independent um, (laughs) performers and such will be will benefit from your ticket prices this one that i found starts april 5th today uh, and runs to october 25th it's called bands on the beach in pensacola and it's pensacola beach's popular outdoor summer concert series bands on the beach features a lineup of performers sure to please every musical taste they have this outdoor stage you can see the pictures on the website we'll link that in the show notes um but i was surprised at just how many how many performers they have i mean april 5th to october 25th it's every weekend for bands on the beach i think that's such a great tradition if you live in the area or you're visiting the area you can see all kinds of bands and hang out on the beach so a great way to wind down your your day the, the spring and summer is definitely the time for music festivals. The Jacksonville River Jams. Yes. That's fantastic. April 7th, 14th, 21st, 28th. So that looks like it's just on, on the week, like every Saturday maybe in April. Yes. Do you um, see the lineup on this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spin Doctors and Sister Hazel. Yeah, that's so great. Uh, Boys to Men, Carly Pierce, Manchester Orchestra. Those are, uh, and they're oh, they're using locals to open for them, and it's free. Yep, free. So even better. So if you're in the Jacksonville area, any Saturday this month in April, check out the Jacks. River Jams, it's there at the Riverfront Plaza. 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., so it's only at night. Enjoy on-site food trucks, bars, local craft beers and spirits. Bring your camp chairs, picnic blankets. 
And I would say get there early. The headliners are usually right around 8.30, but you have music starting at 5.30 and 7. So get early, get there, and and secure your spot. Oh, man, Sister Hazel, I really like them. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) I went to, side note, I went to a signing uh, of theirs at the Virgin Records Music Store, which is no longer... Doesn't exist. (laughs) No longer exists at Disney Springs. However, it used to, where the Splitsville is now Mm. at Disney Springs is the, was the Virgin Records Music Store. And I remember going specifically to see Sister Hazel and their new album, but I brought their old album to oh, show. Funny. I was a true fan. You're a true fan. <laughs> Die hard. Uh, the next one I found that it kind of takes place all over, and you could probably find more of these, but Earth Day is coming up April 22nd. I think that's a Friday. Am I, am I right? 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Earth Day is a Friday, which makes it great to have these Earth Day festivals, and you can probably find them all over, but I found a few that are hosted by the state parks. So we're going to list this uh, here. If you go to floridastateparks.org slash events, you're going to find all of their events at all of the state parks. And remember, we have a lot of state parks. We talk about them a lot. We do. But there are a couple that are specific, uh, like the 33rd Annual Earth Day Festival in Osprey Sure. Sure, S C H E R E R, sure. Um, that's in Osprey, Florida. They do an Earth Day event with food, tram tours, live music, guided hikes, kids' activities, coloring contest, and more. They do uh, this year, they're doing a ribbon cutting ceremony for their new fishing pier. But you can also do Earth, there's an Earth Day event at Henderson Beach in Destin. And I'm sure you can find more Earth Day events. I think. It falling on a Friday this year is going to make it for a great weekend event. There's a lot of events at the state parks. You should definitely check In out general. that page. Some of them are really cool. I didn't even know that the state parks had farmers markets. Yeah, I <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe that either. I thought that what a great. I mean. Our state parks are some of the best state parks in the country. They're definitely very coveted places to visit. Yeah, there's the fact that we have so many, but they're so varied and do many different things. Like you said, I mean, you pull up that events page and the first one I see is Cake by the Lake, (laughs) (laughs) which is a 5K. It's only episode two, so we're just going to talk about food a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's recording day. (laughs) Uh, But it's a cakewalk. Now, granted, that took place um, prior to this episode. But yeah, they have First Fridays and Farmer's Markets, and that's just in April. They even have Easter events, Easter egg hunts, and that's cool. And that's just in April. So, uh, all right. So next on my list is the Florida Museum of Natural History in Gainesville. We still need to go there. We do. And I'm going to talk about this on our next episode. So this is going to give you kind of a preview as to what's coming up. But they do this event called Can You Dig It? Christina, can you dig it? I can dig it. <laughs> the They are, uh, we've been to this before. This is one of my favorite museums in Florida. It's It's located in Gainesville. It's on the UF campus. It's free to visit. They do have suggested donation, but for their Can You Dig It event, you actually have, it's like a, you go in and there's tables full of gemstones and hands-on activity and learning about fossils and minerals and so much more from both Florida and around the world. And then you get to go and visit the rest of the museum. But 
at these different tables, they have experts or students who are learning about all of these things. I mean, we got to take home a fragment of a mastodon bone by going to the Can You Dig It? This was years ago when the kids were smaller, but it's really a great way to dig into geology and discover the earth at your feet. So April 9th, can you dig it? Yeah. What else is going on April 9th? April 9th. This is the most hilarious thing I think I've come across yet. Okay. There is a place in Florida called Sop Choppy. Okay. Sop Choppy is south of Tallahassee, and they have an annual worm grunting festival. <laughs> I died when I saw that she put this on so, the So Tanya and I have discussed the, uh, the idea of doing a, what did we call it? Well, we had a listener re- recommend us doing an episode all about weird festivals. And this, this is a good taste of what could possibly end up on that episode. A hundred percent. The worm grunting festival. This is a thing in Sop Choppy. They're gearing up for their 20th annual Sop Choppy Worm Grunting Festival on April 9th. They literally, yes. Like, okay, but here's the weirder part is that it's been around for 20 years. Have you ever heard of it? But I don't live in that area, though, either. But what is a worm grunting festival? They focus and pay tribute to the local folks who made their living by grunting worms. Okay, but I still don't know what that means. Um. Actually, neither do I. <laughs> All right, so we have to okay, go I'm, and I'm, find out. I think, I think that it is, from, from what I can gather, it's, you know, getting the worms out of the dirt because they probably okay. use these worms for their farming. But the fact that I, like, tried to look at it and figure it out, I'm like... All right, well, I think it's funnier that I just don't know what worm grunting is. So maybe if you are an expert in the sop choppy worm grunting, can you please let us know exactly what does it mean to grunt a worm? To grunt a worm. How close is sop choppy to the coast? Well, it's south of Tallahassee. So, I mean, it's sort of like... Closer. Yeah. It's it's like in, in the middle of the state at the very, very top. So probably an hour in either direction. Okay. Um, well, I meant you could be closer to the Gulf, though, too. Um, I'm just wondering if it's, you know, are they using the worms for bait or is it for farming? Oh, it, it does mention bait. bait. It does mention bait yeah. in here. They're not far. They're actually not far from Appalachie Bay. So they look like maybe they're only 20, 30 minutes from that area. So yeah, um, it does mention, it does mention bait in here. Um, Okay. And they have a 5k race that day. Okay. So just in case you wanted to like get yourself warmed up and and get some energy going so that you can do some worm grunting. Did you just say warmed up? Warmed up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, but that's hilarious. They also have cornhole, hula hoops. You're talking real down-home festival here, and it is definitely a good uh, sample of what's to come in a future weird Florida festival yes, episode. And, and, and we will give credit where credit's due when we bring up that episode <laughs> to our listener who You are all welcome for your morning dose of weird. <laughs> all right, next up, you have on here Sunfest in West Palm Beach, April 28th to May 1st. Did we mention this one last year? Because I sort of feel like we did. I, I don't think so. I don't, rec- I don't recommend it. I don't... <laughs> No, you don't, don't re- she doesn't don't recommend re- it, but I do. So don't listen to her. I was going to say recollect. <laughs> so I don't remember. Yeah. Sunfest is in West Palm Beach. They have, let's see, they have Sam Hunt, the Goo Goo Dolls. I got to be a, a, a coordinator for the Goo Goo 
Blue Dolls at Pleasure Island many years ago. I, really? Again, how many jobs have you had when well, you were... Well, that was all encompassing in one job, but okay. yes. <laughs> so they have um, live sorry. music. Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Can you tell me what that is? I cannot. It sounds like a drink that you would have <laughs> at like, you know, a, a, one of those... A fancy drink place. <laughs> Slightly stupid. Counting crows. But I know who they are. Yes. Um, Lil Wayne. I know who he is. Adam Lambert will be there. Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. I know who she yep. is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of these. Boys to Men. Yeah. Hey, they're going to be touring around then, huh? That's right. <laughs> They'll probably be at Disney at some point at that time as well. Because one thing we didn't talk about really is the... Um, Flower and Garden Flower and Festival Garden, yeah. festival that happens at Epcot. That one happens um, every year, has concerts, flowers, food. It's a beautiful time to go to Epcot at that time. But yeah, so this is a major music festival. And let's not forget Topless in Tokyo. Okay. I mean, yes. No. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So bands we haven't heard of, There's obviously, some that we're we maybe have not that some that we in. haven't. I'm just saying. They, and they have, of course, all the other things that go right along with festivals, including vendors and but art. This, it sounds like they've got quite a lineup. And yep. that's, what, three days, yeah. four days there yep. at Sunfest. So major music festival. You could definitely make an ent- entire weekend out of this. Yep. Last year, we did an episode for Mount Dora. And we talked about a trip that we all took together with our husbands with a company called Amazing Co. Christina, that was one of my favorite things we did together. Absolutely. Mystery date picnic. How great was that? Yeah. So the thing about Amazing Co. is they have all these different experiences. Amazing Co. had a mystery date, but you could also do something with families or friends. And they have different types of experiences through different cities all across Florida. I've seen food walks, food and drink walks. All of it, though, has this mystery element where you have to figure out where you're going next. I thought that really added a sense of adventure. It's like they give you a clue and you solve the clue to get to the next location where you get your food and drink. And don't worry, the clues were fun and challenging, but not so difficult that we couldn't make it. Now, they have locations all over Florida. So if you are in North Florida, Central Florida, South Florida, doesn't matter. You can find something. Agreed. I even gave it as a gift this year to my husband so we can do another Amazing Co. mystery picnic. That's awesome. Where can we find Amazing Co.? You can find all of our Amazing Co. experiences at floridatravelpod.com slash amazing. I can't go without mentioning a seafood festival. I noticed. Yeah, I'm sorry. Isle of Eight's Don't flag. Don't be sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Isle of Eight's Fla- Eight Flags Shrimp Festival in Fernandina, Fernandina Beach. Eight Flags. Yeah. So, okay. So I have to I have to open it up here. Okay. Well, I, so Eight Flags has got to represent the fact that that area has flown under Eight Flags, perhaps. I mean, we know that St. Augustine has flown under six different flags. I'm going to assume it's the same thing for uh, Fernandina Beach, but the Shrimp Festival happens April 29th to May 1st. Yep. So they have everything from food to entertainment, arts and crafts, vintage antiques. It is a huge festival. There's a festival parade. Look, they decorate their their floats like shrimp. Oh, how fun. There's a kid fun zone. They even have a pageant and a shrimp run. You can like 
get rid of the calories before you eat all the shrimp. That's a good plan. I think a lot of these festivals have 5Ks that are associated with them, right? Or I a think, one mile yeah, or... something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's two that we've talked about so far that we caught on. But they also have decorated shrimp boats. So they really get all in here and they and they, they go all out with the shrimp um, theme. So it's, it's definitely a... a cool sounding festival i believe they have live music playing so you should check them out in fernandana i cannot say that name i noticed fernandina beach there you go thanks you're welcome uh the next one i found is happening may 7th in ocala and actually this festival is the festival of speed it's not what you think what did you think (laughs) i was thinking race cars it is race cars. There's equestrian stuff too, though. It's just at the World Equestrian Center. Oh, okay. Because it's Ocala. So where else are you going to have it other than a stadium that is usually for horses? But <laughs> I thought you were going in a completely different direction. Tanya, when you said. <laughs> look where you went with that. So the Festival of Speed Cars... <laughs> is uh it's a fabulous display of exotic and classic cars they have craft cocktails fine color and culinary offerings uh this is luxury lifestyle derby reception uh so you can have you can go and look at all the cars i, I don't oh, know wow, if there's any sort menu. of demonstration Ooh. right that's quite a menu for that too no kidding very high end this kept coming up the festival of speed kept coming up every time i was looking for festivals in florida they also have other events throughout the state this is the one that is um coming up so if you're in the central florida area check out the festival of speed.com okay can we please just go back to the food for a second go go for i'm the food. sorry but i you know my husband would be so disappointed in me because all i can look at is the food <laughs> they have a stir fry station with egg noodles they have a pasta station that has tortellini or i can't pronounce this or chietta my parents would be so mad cavatappi with alfredo they have um a charcuterie station and then in the vip section they have all these different salads and chicken pesto with caramelized onion market fish with white wine caper sauce and parsley and olive oil what the heck it's yeah it's a high-end event and if you have been so the saint petersburg one happened in february there's actually going to be one in orlando coming up in november well beyond this but if you've been to the festival of speed i would love to hear more about this as to you know this is obviously more than just a car show and please tell us more about the food (laughs) sorry that's okay all right. Next up, you brought in the Tupelo Honey Festival. Okay. This, this is we one did we talk about talk last about, year. Yes. Yeah. So Tupelo, it, it's so neat that they have this honey festival. I think that that um, the Tupelo Honey Festival is basically exactly what it sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> and that takes place May twenty first in Tupelo, right? Yes. Near, and also um, not too far from Panama City Beach. You have on here too. Right. Right. Uh, which I always find funny when they point that out. It's like one hour of... <laughs> <laughs> because people know the bigger cities. They don't know, especially in the panhandle. They don't know a lot of those small towns. Right. Which is what we're here for. Um, there is a <laughs> this picture of this gigantic pool and these kids are inside a big 
plastic ball on the pool rolling around. <laughs> it looks really, like a bubble. <laughs> yeah. It's it's enough to fit a, a, an entire human inside and they're running around on the water. But imagine hamster wheels only with humans inside of them. <laughs> inside of a gigantic inflatable pool. It's on Lake Alice and it is, okay, so we Wahichka. Very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they come around to taste all the locally grown, rare, and delicious honeys that you would find mm. in Tupelo. I'm, I love honey. I used to hate it when I was a child, but I love it now. Oh. Yeah, and food vendors, arts and crafts, live music, of course, and right on Lake Alice. And it's so much better when you can get it local. Right. It just tastes amazing. It really does. The next one we have on our list is May 27th, and we did talk about this one last year as well. It's the Stephen Foster Folk Culture Center State Park takes the 70th annual Florida Folk Festival. So it's May 27th, 28th, 29th, but I'm so impressed. 70 years of this folk festival. Do the math for me, Christina. When did it start? The, the 50s. The 50s. It started in the 50s. It didn't take me long. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> but the, I think that is, it's extraordinary that they've been going for this long. They have, I mean, I highly recommend camping there. I don't know if at this time. Probably not. You're going to be able to get a campsite, <laughs> but you can mark your calendar to reserve your campsites for the 71st annual if you have to. Tip for camping is keep your eyes on the Facebook pages because people will cancel and they will offer up their spots there for you. There you go. That's a great tip. There are camp groups they're groups on Facebook yeah. that you find, right? Yeah, Florida camping, state park camping, and they're all, the people will go in there and they'll say, hey, I'm canceling this weekend. We can arrange it. I'll drop it. You can pick it up. They don't have the schedule yet as of today of this recording, but it uh, happens along the banks of the Suwannee River in White Springs, Florida. And uh, it is, it says they are the oldest and most revered of the state folk festivals in America. Oh, the next one. I love the Blue Angels. And we talked about them before Yeah, because well. I got to see them when I was over camping on the coast. Not in Pensacola, though. But why Pensacola? Well, that's where they originate. It is. Everywhere you go in Pensacola, there are tributes to the Blue Angels. I thought that was really cool, driving around that area and on the... You know, on the walls, there's, you know how you have like the engravings on the different walls by the overpasses that mm -hmm. might be, you know, it might be a bird or something. Well, they have the Blue Angels everywhere. So July 6th through 9th is their official show in Pensacola. You can find the Blue Angels kind of at different times. Yeah, they go around. The, yeah, they go around because we were over by Jacksonville and we saw them because they were having an air show over there. So we were biking through the woods and boom, there was the Blue Angels like right over us. They were five feet away. <laughs> so this is probably one of their bigger festivals at the air show. It's the Red, White and Blues Pensacola Beach Air Show. So it's not just the Blue Angels. You're also going to see a veterans flight and some other um, names. I don't know these names, but if you're familiar with you know, I would you call this trick flying or well, stunt flying? Not or maybe not with the Blue Angels, but with the other things that you would see. Precision, Precision flying. flying. Okay. okay. So uh, it features the Blue Angels plus Kevin Coleman, Skip Stewart, Redline, and Julian McQueen, if you're familiar Some with those. Some of those are stunt flying, like when they're standing on, they still do that stuff. Yeah. It's so, so it's an cool. in incredible festival to attend. All right, I really like this one that you found. <laughs> I was—I saw the picture on here, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> 
The Underwater Music Festival. Okay, so this is... I, I never even knew this was a thing. Did you I, know this was a thing? I did not. And you're right. This picture. What is this woman doing? <laughs> I, she is playing an instrument um, that looks like a fish underwater. I, I feel like this is like if you could imagine uh, the Little Mermaid under the sea and actually mermaids playing the fish. If you <laughs> if you get anything out of this episode, please go to this website and look at this, this picture. This is another one we're going to have to include on the on weird, weird festival list. <laughs> Have you ever thought of attending an underwater party? If this is true, then your eccentric dream has come true in the Florida Keys at the Underwater Music Festival. Okay, okay. It, it's held annually, and this is even funnier. It's held annually, the Saturday after July 4th. Okay. So in this case, this year, that is July. Oh, I wrote it down. I guess I didn't write it down. It would be... Um it's a, July 4th 9th. is a Monday. Yeah, so probably July 9th. Okay, so yes. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I wrote the 4th anyway. Um, it's held at Lou Key Reef, which is part of the world, the world's third largest um, reef in North America. Only, um, It's the only living coral reef. So Bill Becker founded the Festival for Public Entertainment um, and to w- raise awareness for coral reefs. But they play water. They play music underwater. It's all... Um, they, they have... People playing instruments, but they also have music that is piped underwater, and you can go in with snorkel gear and go under the water and listen to the music. Okay, I like this too, the where it says you can see musician divers with mermaids playing surreal instruments such as the trombone fish, yep, the sea pan flute, <laughs> and the fluke. A lady. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. get creative here, that's for sure. Yeah, they they literally play music underwater. You're gonna have to go to the site in our show notes to see some of these pictures. This is and I mean, there's a guy with an electric guitar. Yep. I mean, it, I think it's an electric guitar. I, 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 this is extraordinary. And and because music um, travels 4.3 times faster than in the air. Okay. So I you, mean, that's so true, yep. right? So I, um, Christina, where are we going? I, I just, this is, I, already um, right now, I want to go to the Underwater Music the Festival. Underwater Music Festival, because you just have to like see what it is. and it's something to see to believe, that's for sure. What yeah. else you got? Um, I although I really would like to go see the Blue Angels. There's some other stuff on here that I haven't done, like the Shrimp Festival. Sounds kind of nice, just because I think I'm hungry <laughs> at yes. the moment. And um, probably the uh, one of the music festivals like Pensacola. I'm going to see if I can't take advantage of the Jack's River Jams while I'm in Jacksonville this month. And then, yeah, I'm going to do the Underwater Sea Festival at some point in my life. That sounds extraordinary. And I want to get to the um, Folk Festival. I knew you were going to say yeah, that. I, that is high on the list. I think so. one of these times we need to predict each other's. <laughs> That's a good call. But for now, it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week, we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week's featured product is Form Function Form. These are leather Apple band watches that have been designed for the working person. So I have an Apple watch. I have a band. And really, if you think about any watch band, it closes at the on the bottom of your wrist, right? So when you're working and you're hitting it on your laptop, 
Form function form has it so the clasp is up towards the top of your wrist next to your actual Apple Watch. So it doesn't bang around on things. So it doesn't bang around against your laptop. So it really is form and function, right? And of course, you can't see me sitting here trying to describe and point she's to pointing my to watch. her watch and yeah. she's moving her watch over her laptop it's quite <laughs> amusing i should video that next time uh but you can find um they have a whole bunch of uh tie top premium leather products and you can find them at formfunctionform.com and they're constantly designing and making stuff in orlando so stay tuned to see where we're going to go next week. In the meantime, you can make sure to follow us on all the socials of Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod or FloridaTravelPod.com, where we share all of our most recent travels. We are both about to do a whole mess of traveling, though some of it not in Florida. Correct. <laughs> have you experienced some of what we haven't talked about or what we have? So if you have, go and comment, email us, make sure we know things that we haven't said so that we can share your information on our socials um you can also reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com we love your engagement because that gave us some ideas for some upcoming episodes so please keep it coming but you can also support us by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player it really does help others discover our content even us (laughs) (laughs) yes exactly and if you enjoy our content you can consider supporting us on patreon it takes a lot of work to put these episodes together and when you support us on patreon it just makes our lives as creators that much easier and more fun we get to connect with you uh go to patreon.com slash florida travel pod and we're going to give you some shout outs postcards stickers and more and it allows us to to dedicate dedicate more time to research the best content from the sunshine state next week we're going fossil hunting that's going to be so fun but that's it for this week i'm tanya and i'm christina stay sunny everyone